the first few sticks uh, are all Chris Craft. They're, they came off a, an old Chris Craft that I had rebuilt. Uh, some others came off a 1942 century wooden boat that I had rebuilt as well. Oh, wow. Uh, and the rest of them have been it's some flooring that came off of a house built in the late 1800s. Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Hey, welcome back to the Birdies and Bourbon podcast, everybody. Today, we've got uh, Jared on with Moxie Sticks uh, with Cal and Dan. Jared, thanks so much for joining. Uh, my pleasure, guys. Yeah, so uh, happy to uh, to have Jared on and uh, talk about Moxie Sticks, do maybe, uh, uh, I guess, a quasi-product review. But more importantly, let's get the first things out of the way. Jared, what are you sipping on tonight? I'm sipping on some Abelor 12. So it's, uh, it is not a bourbon for me because I ran out of Booker's. Um, but I am <laughs> sipping on some whiskey. So uh, Abelor being one of my favorites. Uh, f- fair enough. And, uh, and the care package didn't make it for some reason, but I dropped you another one today. So uh, hopefully that means a future recording for us and uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll be able to get into that sample. So uh, Dan, what oh, you I'm drinking? I got some bullet over here. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, going for the bullet. Hey, yeah, I'm, yep. I'm having a little uh, stag junior myself. I like to call it the Terrell Hatton of bourbon. There you go. <laughs> I, I, hey, I, I, I don't pull it off the shelf often, but when I do, it never disappoints me. There you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so so Jared, let's uh, let's let's uh, unpack Moxie sticks, man. Give us uh, give us a little lowdown on what's going on. Yeah, so uh, Moxie sticks only started, let's say, a couple of months ago now, and um, yeah, it's really it's taken off. You know, thanks to a lot of support by some great guys who who really enjoy this kind of bespoke golf life. You know, the guys who are doing carry bags and you know t- a lot of Tyson type stuff, and you know, I've been thankful. I, it kind of started as a, a challenge to myself and I had a lot of leftover mahogany. I wanted to do something that was golf oriented, a little bit more bespoke and give it a shot, made a few, snapped a few, made some more, <laughs> came out with something I liked. And yeah, I, I, it was really just started by myself. I was out on the range. I took a picture of them and somebody else messaged me about, you know, Hey, those are really cool. Uh, you know, can you do one more? I said, yeah, absolutely. So I did one and steamrolled into more and more and, kind of centered around the quality, uh, centered around customization. And it, it worked because I've actually got a strong woodworking background. And that's really kind of what, what kicked this off. Well, yeah, really I, cool. I love the fact that you're using uh, the reclaimed wood. I mean, that's, uh, that, that's pretty awesome that, uh, you know, bringing something that uh, otherwise wouldn't have a life, bringing it back to life. And I saw like the, you've got, you know, Chris Craft boats and mm-hmm. uh, you've got some flooring, you know, different types of wood. I said that that's uh, it's really awesome. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, the, the stories are going to create some sticks just in the round themselves. But uh, but every stick has a story. So I, and I don't know if I'm getting too far into this or not for you yet. But uh, I mean, do you, do you give any kind of story or background with the sticks when you sell them? Yeah, man, I couldn't have written that any better for you to ask me that question. <laughs> uh, that was, was going to be my next point here is, is yeah, absolutely. And so um, the first few sticks uh, are all Chris Craft there. They came off a, an old Chris Craft that I had rebuilt uh, some others came off a 1942 century wooden boat that I had rebuilt as well. Oh, wow. Uh, and the rest of them have been it's some flooring that came off of a house built in the late 1800s or mid 1800s. Uh, rumor is it was actually owned by U.S. General. Uh, I don't have any paperwork confirming that, so I try not to guarantee that to people. Uh, but I do know that house was built in the mid 1800s. And that's a lot of what you're seeing now. If you look at the videos on 
uh, Instagram, you see that flooring that's up there. It's actually decking. It was exterior grade decking uh, out of Honduran mahogany. Uh, before mm-hmm. the war, we had a lot of Honduran mahogany. After that, we switched over to African mahogany uh, and Filipino mahogany. So it's it's pretty rare. Uh, it's a lot lighter than you would think it would be. So a lot of guys comment, hey, you sure this is real wood? And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I made it from scratch. And that's <laughs> that's what we do. We literally make it from scratch. I mean, I cut – you can see some of the process videos, but you'll see me take it down, look for what we call the straightest grain, you know, put it on a bandsaw, get that drum sander planer, table saw joiner, rip that down to three eighths then hand plane it to an octagon, then run it through a dowel plate, then sand it, then seal it, sand it again. Uh, before you're even close to the staining and the painting, some guys like darker stains, some guys want a little bit lighter. And, you know, we try and work with everybody to, to put something in their bag that they're really happy about and they can tell a story. And that's, that's exactly right. Um, Kyle, when you said, you know, each, each stick tells a story. It's exactly what we say is each set tells a story. We want something that you can talk about. And, I joked around with my buddy Miles, who's a huge proponent of this and really kind of kicked me in the rear end to get it started. It was, you know, I can't, I don't have a game that can talk loud enough. So I got to have something in my bag that can do the talking for me. And that's, that's kind of the basis of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Looking forward to, uh, looking forward to getting a set myself. I uh, won't, won't, uh, uh, won't bastardize anybody, but, but, I'm, but I'm looking forward to replacing uh, a current set of sticks I have in the bag. Uh, and, you know, and oddly enough, man, I kind of, we kind of happened upon each other across Instagram and we were talking, uh, you know, Hey, when did we get started? When did you get started? And kind of the same time. I mean, you know, there, there's a, a positive about COVID. I think it's given us all some time to, uh, to reflect on, Hey, what, what can we, what have we been looking to do or what can we do in mm-hmm. our free time? And, uh, you know, I think both of us, uh, or all three of us, have found something to, uh, you know, to, to drive some positive uh, energy out into the world. So, yeah, uh, awesome that that uh, that we could have that opportunity. Yeah, so. mine also started with drinking too much, and then I switched over to work. I realized how much how much whiskey I was going through, and I thought this this should change. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, Jared, how long does it take you to make uh, a set of these sticks? Uh, so that's a really good question and one I'm asked often and I have the hardest answer. Uh, you know, it's at least a day. Um, we had a couple of guys out for an event. So I recently ran a solstice event. It was my first event, which was a lot of fun. Uh, we did it out of Ballamore and Atlantic city. Uh, the two home clubs that I have, my membership has three clubs you can use. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we did 54 holes in a day and I had a couple of guys, you know, back at the house afterwards or, or the night before who made their own. And they got about halfway through and they were like, this is ridiculous. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah, yeah, no, I, I get you, man. Keep going. Um, but, uh, but usually a couple hours, you know, at least to get to everything down to, to scope before I seal it, then you gotta let that sit overnight. So I can, if, if somebody has got a rush order to say, Hey man, I've, I've got an event coming up. I really want these. I really want something cool. Um, we just did a Chicago themed one. Uh, so I had actually kind of hand painted the stars on there as well. Uh, so if you keep an eye out on Instagram, that should be up pretty soon. And that set came out, pretty fantastic. Uh, I've been really happy with that. And we've also been experimenting. Um, it's a small operation, man. It's just me and my brother-in-law, uh, who's doing some painting for me as well. And he's been fantastic, but, uh, it's allowed me to start experimenting with, with getting a little bit crazy with designs and we'll have a, a Ryder cup edition coming out in the next couple months as well. We're working on that of what I can do. And, uh, yeah, that's, I'm going to be really excited about that. Um, and I'll, I'll give you guys a picture when I, when I get a chance of what I have in mind. But I, I think that one's going to be really cool. I'm really proud of what we've done so far with that. Hey, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll, drop, we'll drop it again, but uh, where can people find you at? 
Sure. It's, uh, so the, the Instagram is going to be Moxie sticks and then the website's www.moxiesticks.com. Uh, and then just, you know, message us on Instagram or through the website, you'll see kind of our general standard sticks and pricing up there. Uh, and then you can also hit us up with some custom stuff. If you got a Mac bag that you are trying to match or mm. you have something special, you got, you got yourself a custom made putter and you got the color screen you love, uh, you know, just let us know. That's, that's a lot of what we do. It's, it's funny. People are like, Hey, can I get red and blue? And I go about 50 shades of red and 50 shades of blue. It's <laughs> got a little more detail. Man. What are you, what are you trying to match? You're trying to match, you know, what are you trying to make? Are you trying to make your wife happy? Is like, is that her colors? You know, you know, talk to me. So, and we've, we've done that too. So I did a husband and wife team up, uh, down North Carolina for a, for a guy I admire. And his wife wanted this, these Tiffany blue and black set and he wanted um, something like West Virginia color. So we did that and they've both, they've both been over the moon. They send me pictures all the time and I love it. Oh, sweet, oh. man. So hey, I got to ask you brought it up. So uh, did you get the, did you get the Mac bag yet? I did. So I just put, I actually just paid for it yesterday. Uh, I cut off my arm and sent it in an envelope uh, <laughs> and it, and I couldn't be happier to do it. Uh, it's something I've been tossed around for a while. I, so I'm very new per se to this whole bespoke golf and, um, I have a buddy of mine who yells at me for using the word bespoke, but I can't think of a better word, uh, retro golf, or if you want to say it. And really going back to what like golf was about, you know, walking with a set of clubs and spending the time with your buddies and, you know, getting the ball in the hole. And I, I love that. Um, I had no idea who some of these guys were, you know, Micron Mild and Tyson Lamb and, you know, you know, Stitch Golf. I had no idea uh, until this past winter. I went on a trip with a couple of buddies in Arizona. And these guys are all walking. It's funny. I show up with this giant Mizuno like cart bag and I, you know, like I think I had matching Mizuno hat and pants and it was just, it was awful. And Mizuno oh, so, so you were the Ricky Fowler of the trip. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't a good thing. And eventually I just had to look in a mirror and go, wow, this, this is ridiculous. I apologize um, to everybody. And I, I think I offended everyone with what I wore. Uh, but it was no, it was such a great time. And those guys were just some of the most welcoming and fantastic people. And uh, what I what I really liked about this community is that it, it I love the phrase, I don't care what you shoot, just play faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. You know, yeah. is, we played 54 holes and uh, we had one of the guys, my brother-in-law, who hasn't played in five years and nobody could give a crap. Right. Like all they cared about was hanging out playing golf, drinking some bourbon, drinking some drinks. Just keep hitting just the ball, getting, man. Keep hitting the exactly, ball. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you know what? Every, everyone is forward progress. Um, unless, unless you're one of the guys who topped it behind them, pretty much everything is forward progress. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Where, weren't you playing Arizona when you were out there? You we recall? played, uh, yeah. So we played Wico Palm. We played, um, nice. oh man, Wickenburg was another one. We also played, trying to think of the other course we played um i'm blanking out now i think weco pot and and wickenburg were two probably arguably the prettiest course i've ever seen i do not play i also found out i didn't realize how different desert golf was holy shit never played. oh my god it was yeah. and it's funny leading up into that trip i was hitting some of the best shots like i was so happy with my game like yeah i'm gonna play well i'm excited and then it just i got hit by a train that is the desert yeah, and I yeah, just sure. like that vision. I, you know, I come from the East Coast. I'm in Jersey. Um, I'm used. I, mean, I live 20 minutes from Pine Valley. Like all of the courses here are tree lined. The only trips I've really taken are down to Pinehurst. It's tree lined. It's but, not. You know, you look at the desert. It's so open, and you just don't. 
you almost don't know where you're aiming. Like it's just, it's like being on a driving range. Yeah. You, you get a lot of bumpers uh, in those uh, tree line courses for sure. Uh, yeah. I, I play, yeah. Uh, when I get to Arizona, I've got, uh, get to play Silverleaf from time to time. So it's just kind of spoiled me. It's like, uh, why would I go play anywhere else? So, mm. uh, but yeah, it's a treat. If you ever get out there, you ought to hit that one yeah. up. Would you say that's your top course out there without doubt or? Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hard to beat. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, different from layouts and, and such, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I probably played it the most out there. Uh, it's, it's in Scottsdale proper, but, uh, DC ranch area, but yeah, okay. it, it's, yeah, it, it's a, it's a hell of a course, man. It, it's a lot of fun. That's but, awesome. But like you said, Dan, what about you? you? Oops, sorry. I cut you off there. No, go. no, 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 you're good, man. Go ahead. I was wondering, Dan, have you gone out West to play or? Uh, no, I haven't gone out west to play. I live in Raleigh, so you know we got tons of courses around here um, with uh, Tobacco Road or Pinehurst and all oh. that right around here. So that, that's kind of my backyard is those those types of courses for sure. Yep. Oh, the, Duke the, course. the Duke course. Yep, absolutely. So yep. the two words that make me hate golf, <laughs> Tobacco Road. I can't. <laughs> I, I'm sure you played a lot. I got a buddy of mine who's just um, – it's his favorite. I mean, he he's just like, I love Tobacco Road. It's the greatest. And I, I – I think I could go the rest of my life with not playing Tobacco Road again. It's hard as hell, <laughs> I can tell you that. That yeah, I, and uh, Pine Needles, Pine Her. I mean, all those things, man. I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's a beating every for me. I'm not, you know, I'm probably playing to like a, maybe an 11 right now. So I'm not, not great. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but I definitely play worse when I get there. Uh, because you know, all those friggin', well, shit, I'm, all, I'm those, with you. all those dome greens and chill, you know, we're, we're going to hit one this weekend, right? At, um, I'm um, in Detroit and mm-hmm. it's like, uh, you, if you don't hit it just right, I mean, you're going to hit it again. You're not putting. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And tobacco road was one of those, you know, and, and there's guys who disagree with me. Um, I think Mike Strance is an incredible architect and uh, he had to be on something when he designed tobacco. Road. I just don't have any other excuse. But what I do, what I do appreciate is, is there is definitely a risk reward there. Um, you hit a, if you hit a bad shot, man, you are punished. The problem is if you hit a, and if you hit a good shot, you're, you're in a great position for me. I feel like if you hit too good of a shot, like you hit too long of a drive or you hit, you know, too good of a foreign, like you're in trouble again. Oh yeah, you know absolutely. I mean? like, so absolutely. it's like you can hit driver on this hole, sure, but don't hit a really good driver, or you're in trouble. Yeah, uh, right. And it's like, but I just smoked the best friggin' driver I've hit a right. 2020, and it's like, and I'm in a shit spot. It's like, what am I <laughs> exactly. gonna? T- hey, how, why does this shot suck? You know, it's like, well, exactly. because you really exactly. shouldn't. You shouldn't have hit driver. <laughs> exactly. Unless you're gonna do what you normally do and just poke yeah, it yeah, out there. Yeah, kind of duff yeah. it off, and yeah. a little hook it catches you over, and you get hung up in the uh, hung, <laughs> yeah, hung up in the, uh, the the fairway bunker, and then uh, just play yeah. away. So, <laughs> hey, Jerry, let me ask you a question. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, no, go. Go for it. Where, where did the, the name, the Moxie Sticks, come from? Because I tell you what, I love the name. I love the name. Oh, thank you. Uh, so there's a couple of caveats to that. One, um, you know, it's about, like, for me, par threes, you know, laying up, or do you got the Moxie to go for it? Old school term. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. It's an old school term. I kind of think it matches the old school feel of what we're doing with old mm-hmm. wooden alignment sticks made out of all reclaimed lumber from kind of mm-hmm. an older generation. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, in a more corny ridiculous says it's also the name of my dog uh, which is also named after uh, a soda and yep. that's like a new england style soda yep. which is the oldest soda in the united states in the state soda of maine uh, and yep. that's something i always loved as a kid so it actually started with the soda and then just evolved into also naming my dog moxie uh, and then you know just i just love the term moxie uh, and then it just turned into that 
I think it's a great name, especially given what you're talking about with the the craftsmanship you're talking about with the uh, you know reclaimed wood and different variations and just what you're putting into these. It's awesome what you're doing, and then it does fit. It fits great, you know. And I know exactly that soda you're talking about. I grew up a Red Sox fan. I remember Ted Williams, I think, was doing some commercials yeah. for that soda back in the day. Yeah. There's actually a restaurant I think in Jacksonville proper that's called Moxie as well, and I think they have that theme as well. It's awesome. I love the name. Love it, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It's most people have no, when I mentioned Moxie soda, people are like, Oh, is that new? I'm like, oh, like 1884, but yeah, it's brand new. <laughs> it's new when they yeah. reintroduce it right to the market. No, it's great. Uh, so it was actually, I think it was bought out by Coca-Cola recently. Oh, oh yeah. really? I didn't see that. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So they changed the, uh, changed the recipe. So apparently there's, I don't know, apparently there's people complaining. I just realized that it went down a whole rabbit hole of soda. That's probably the worst thing you guys have talked about on a podcast yet. No, 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 actually, no, it's not. I mean, like, no, the whole, Dan, the name, Dan talks about horrible shit all the time. No, no, no. <laughs> the name, the name just, I, I knew that they had the soda back in the day and it just fits with what you're doing. And it, I, yeah, I, I, I love it. No, that's, I, I, I love it. it. We love the, the little uh, rabbit holes of going down these things. That's what people want to hear. They don't want to hear the generic BS. They want to hear like mm. the, the stories and everything i want to get in these little, these little Spe- speaking of speaking of generic bs so uh jared we were trading messages back i don't know a month or so ago maybe uh working mm-hmm. on a on a date and you said you were down in atlanta uh speaking at morehouse or you were at morehouse or attending morehouse or something was happening in atlanta yeah so i so i yeah, i want to say closed morehouse as a deal uh so we're providing so it, my, my day job has to do with medical i, I design mm-hmm. and implement um mm-hmm. The systems that radiologists like read X-rays from called PACS. Back gotcha, gotcha. Um, so Morehouse had recently instituted a uh, a new imaging program. So I'd flown down, did a workup for them, and I'm actually working with them in Grady Hospital as well right now. There's also I might actually be back down there again for Atlanta Women's Health. So I, I might be back down there again, hopefully. So we need to get uh, need to get a date and uh, get schedule uh, schedule around, man. Get uh, oh, get, to, am- get some Moxie sticks out on the course, dude. Yeah, you do not have to mention that twice. I will tell you that, my friend. Um, I, I, I absolutely plan on it, and uh, we're almost pretty. We're actually almost completely caught up, so we're gonna start working on your sticks uh, once I get back. I actually leave tomorrow. I took a few days off. We're gonna go visit uh, one of my closest friends. Guy lives down in Virginia in Charlottesville. Uh, he's one of my groomsmen, and so my wife and I have taken a couple of days off to go spend some time with him. As soon as I get back, I can start on that. Getting cool. any golf in? Absolutely. So we're going to go play uh, Birdwood, which they just redid. It was a, it was UVA's home course, and now it is UVA's home practice practice facility and course, redone by Davis of the Third. Wow. I, I don't quote me on the numbers. Either four, or like fourteen million dollar renovation. Wow. They opened up. They closed out some holes in the mountains. They opened up some more around the lake. I mean, from what I hear, it's beautiful. It also is, from what I understand. Now the home to the largest putting green in the state of Virginia. Really? Yeah. And I could probably use the practice all over it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, when you say that, I'm thinking of Ross Bridge and uh, outside of Birmingham, Alabama on the Robert Trent Jones Trail. I mean, that thing is like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like a par three in itself, you know? So yeah. Yeah. Get, get some pictures, man. Be sure to share. We'll do. Yeah. I'd be yeah. more than happy to. I believe they actually open up technically or maybe it's just, I think July 1st. I want to say tomorrow is the first, um, first open. So travel restrictions, you guys are, so you're in Jersey and I know, uh, I think Jersey was one of the more, uh, stringent, uh, uh, states. Uh, I think it may have been, if you're in a more rural area, I think it may have been uh, a little looser, but, uh, what, what's the travel like up there now? 
a little crazy. Um, so where I live in South, I live about 15 minutes outside Atlantic city. Uh, so any of you coming into AC, please do me a favor, hit me up. I'm more than happy to try and get you on a course, uh, yeah. and play around with you. Uh, if you're going That's to cool. AC, at the very least, maybe I get you a drink or two you on the house. But so I, I live about 15 minutes outside AC now, but where I grew up was just outside Jersey city, which has been affected. Uh, like I think one of the worst affected places in the United States um, for a yeah. while, it's been it's been absolutely insane. Um, we, you know, compliments to New Jersey. Um, whether you agree with with the way they went about it or not, I, compliments to New Jersey for the way they've handled things. I think they've gotten some of the lowest COVID growth in the nation. Um, I think they've done a fantastic job, and and hopefully they keep doing a fantastic job. For me, unfortunately, because my territory is from Virginia out to Chicago and up to Maine. Wow. Um, yeah, I've been working. I, I'm typically somebody's on the road a lot, and so this has allowed me to be home a lot more than I'm used to. Yeah. Uh, to to both be benefit and uh, pros and cons. Pros and cons. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I got my wife around here somewhere. I don't want to say too much. Uh, <laughs> but now to to the benefits and the drawbacks, right? And, and it's been fantastic. I was just up in Maine for a week. I haven't had too much where I'm at, just because we're in a little bit more of a rural area. Um, yeah. But I know my brother-in-law, who's a he's a homicide cop in Jersey City. He's been going through a lot up there. Oh yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah, best wishes to him, man, for sure. Thank you, thank you very much. But um, going down to Virginia, I think is going to be nice because we, we're not going to have to do with like people coming up to Jersey from Florida and stuff. We have to do a fourteen day quarantine. Yeah, right, we don't right. have to do that um, yeah. because we're driving. We don't have to do any of that. Yeah, awesome. What's uh, so is golf? Uh, is it back on? Because uh, I know uh, I've got a uh, buddy of mine in Massachusetts, no golf. Uh, uh, buddy in Delaware, no golf. I think it's back on now, but uh, for several months there, they weren't golfing at all, as I understand. That is correct. Massachusetts was, I think, one of the latest to open. I think they did open, but I, they were like one of the latest. Delaware was open for private facilities, but not to public or um, guest month. Like if you had a membership, it was open for a bit. Um, New Jersey was shut down for probably two or three months. It was pretty rough. Uh, couldn't even use the practice facilities, couldn't do anything. And that, that killed me because I had put so much work in the off season. Uh, after coming back from, from Arizona as embarrassed as I was, I'm like, I'm going to get serious. And I spent like every day, you know, if I could afford it, you know, I was on the simulator whenever I could time wise. Uh, and I really felt like I tuned in my swing and then all of a sudden I couldn't swing for three months. Hey, sometimes a break does you good, man. <laughs> it did not. It did not do me good. <laughs> it was terrible. Um, I actually was, I almost just said, you know what? I'm out. Screw it. I'm done. I'm just, I'm going to make sticks. I'm not going to play. Be an artist. Um, Be an artist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but, uh, and that's when my buddy Miles, who uh, I have an incredible amount, amount of admiration for, was just like, no one cares. <laughs> no one cares if you're good. No one cares if you're bad. All they care about is hanging out and having a good time with you, man. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll try this again. Uh, mm-hmm. And then from there, I've, I've been around. I think I'm at a, a 12 or a 13. Maybe it depends where I'm playing. Um, you know, got my handicap back down a little bit. I want to try and break 10. Yeah, you know, I want to get in single digits by the end of the year, but that's that's being so, aggressive. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like to be a pro. You know, yeah, I could say things. It doesn't mean they're happening. Yeah, for sure. Hey Jared, are you taking are you taking uh Ricky Fowler for a top ten finish this weekend? Top ten. I will take him top ten in the first two rounds. I don't know if I can take him top ten. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you been talking to Jack Palmer? That's all I want to know. I, no comment. No comment. Look, so I actually I'm a huge Ricky Fowler fan. I, I really am. I, I enjoy him. Um 
I think he's done so much for the youth of golf that I'll support pretty much anything he does. And he's got a great personality. The fact that he was one of the, one of the first, really one of the only guys say, yeah, I'll get mic'd up. And I thought it was great for the fans. Um, I want him to win. So don't take that with like, I don't like him. I want him to win. Right. I just, I feel like it's the final factor. He he seems to to come out hot sometimes and then fade on Saturday or fade late Friday. And he's got a couple of blow up holes. He seems to get in his own head. I'm not sure where he's at with the coach now. I'm not sure where he's at with the swing. I I personally, I mean, look, I'm a couch potato saying I'm not a fan of the way his setup was. Right. But that's dumb. of I don't have any right to say that. Um, I wasn't a big fan of, of his long, I mean, setup now. It just seemed uneasy to me the last year or so over the ball. Uh, I mean, that's, and obviously that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, we thought he looked really good at the TaylorMade event and then, you know, coming back at uh, Colonial and then down in Hilton Head. Hilton Head, he looked okay the first day, but yeah, I mean, to miss two cuts in a row coming into your home tournament, you know, you want to, you want to go out there and perform well for Rocket Mortgage. It's all over, (laughs) over everything you do. So a lot of pressure. Yeah. Although let's be honest, guys, if you were married to to Allison Stoke, I think you'd be running home on Fridays too. Uh, to yeah. but, well, yeah. I mean, and then I've got all these commercials to shoot. I mean, I've got to get back home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? I, does, does he hold the record for most commercials in a year? He has to. I, I haven't. I don't I, know the stats, but he has to, dude. He shoots about twenty eight days a year. Yeah. Is that is that true? Is that a, is that a true yeah. fact? Twenty eight days a yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. God, I would have said 60. Yeah, no, 28 days. I mean, like between yeah. farmers and rocket mortgage, I mean. No, no, but it's a full, but it's a full 28 days. It's not like, hey, come in and shoot a video, <laughs> shoot a, shoot a commercial and you leave. No, no, you're here all day long. Yeah. That, that is fair. That's a, that's a fair statement. And I, and I have to say, I think he's hilarious. I think he's got better cadence on film than like Bryson DeShamdouche. I'm sorry, DeShamdo. Um, <laughs> no, we, 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 we like to call him Bison DeShamdouche on the show. Yeah. Whatever you want to call him. I, you know, I'm not a huge fan of, of Bryson, although I, I respect what he's done recently. But to be fair, like you see him in the Mevo commercials, like, wow, how can I my game? Well, now they have one for you. Like that was just, <laughs> it's so bad, right? Well, like it's, is it yeah. not the most terrible golf commercial ever? Yeah, uh, he's not it's the most bad. entertaining guy. It's pretty bad. I, you know, even his interview with Faraday, uh, you know, I, and look, I I actually, I agree with Brooks. Um, I think Brooks Koepka had a good line, something about, you know, he put the work in, he's doing it, and now everybody's all paying attention and pissed off. Like, yeah. you know, I, I got, you got to respect, he he took a stance on something and decided to go with it, and it worked out for him. And now, just, has it improved yeah. his game? I don't know. I, I think that's for better men than myself to judge, but. I understand what he did. I, you know, I don't, I'm not just a huge fan of his personality, the whole mad scientist thing. I'm not a fan of it. I, and now how much of that is his PR team? I don't know, but I just, I think it just comes across pretentious and douchey more so than it does relatable and fantastic. Yeah. Well, fair, fair, fair enough. And, uh, truth be known, uh, Brooks punked him, uh, what a, a year or two years ago, <laughs> Bry- Bryson, Bryson stole everybody's lunch and gained all this weight. And now he's punking, uh, Kepka. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's like, Hey man, that's, you, uh, you know, have to respect that part. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm not getting punked out here, man. Like I'm, I'm showing back up and, uh, meet me in the locker room. That's right. That's what right, was Brooks he driving man. in the practice round? Like, 348 or 360. Yeah. Didn't he hit yeah. a drive recently? It was like 368 or something like that. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. he's got sw- his swing speeds are, you know, like clipping 200 miles per hour and uh, ball speed. And, you know, right. it, it's, yeah, I mean, it's just I mean, ridiculous, you know. But I mean, they, the they, latest, they get a hold up. Latest stat I saw, I think it was 199 per hour on the ball speed and 139.5 yeah. or 140.1 or 139.9 um, on the swing speed, which, I mean, for the record, I think my swing speed is negative five. And it's just <laughs> to, to think that somebody's swinging that fast. Yeah. Like, I don't think I, I would throw my back out and I'd be done for the year. Yeah, well, I that's mean, the reason that's the reason he's not going to be in my lineup this week, because I think it's uh, the toll that it takes on him and just the setup and the awkwardness and the stance and the, uh, you know, you can look at anybody else that's had injuries. And I, I think that's going to be the challenge is, you know, how do you keep that uh, that that non uh, that unorthodox swing uh, set up? How do you keep that in play round after round after round? And it's uh, and it, it's definitely going to weigh on him later in life. I mean, he's young enough now that uh, you know, it may not hurt him, but uh, it, it's going to get there. Yeah. So, Cal, I, I think you bring up a re- – I'm sorry, Dan, I cut you off there. No, but that's okay. you, you bring up a really good point because Lee Trevino mentioned this at one point is I think you're, you're not going to see guys like Jack and guys like Palmer who are, you know, couples and, and Furyk who are in later in their, their career into the, the PGA because I think there's going to be a lot more injuries, especially with that front knee explosion. I mean, guys are hitting mm-hmm. it further than ever, but part of that is getting that weight differential forward and kind of snapping that front knee without putting any give in that knee. And I think that's what caused, and correct me wrong, it caused a lot of Tigers issues too, is, is getting so far forward and so explosive and kind of snapping that front knee straight the way, I mean, you look at Rory and I, I look at him and I like, my ACL hurts when he swings <laughs> and you just like, and he got, how sustainable is that over thousands of hundreds of thousands of swingers in a career? Like at what point are you going to start feeling the repercussions of like ligament damage and, and tendon damage? And yeah, you know, how, how long can you do that for? And now when you're 240 pounds doing it. Yeah. Well, I don't think Bryson will stay that way forever. But then the other thing, too, you mentioned Rory. Rory's just packing a ton of speed into that swing for the size of guy he is. I mean, like you think you say, hey, 5'10", well, that's generous, right? <laughs> that's generous for Rory. Yeah, but yeah. the guy that the guy that won last weekend, Cal, if he'll stay off that damn jet ski, <laughs> if he'll stay off that <laughs> damn jet ski, he, he, could have, he could have some serious uh, some serious wins in the PGA Tour. That boy's got, he's got the frame to be a good golfer for a long period of time. That is true. I agree. Um, what are your thoughts on, uh, since we're talking about golfers here and, and, and to me, fan favorites, a lot of people don't like him. I actually think he's one of the most charismatic guys on tour, especially when you start looking at what he does in the public eye. Jason Day, what are mm. your guys' thoughts on this? He's hey, in the well, field for this week. You, you, Cal, you go Cal, first. Cal thinks, you, go, you, go, you go first, Dan. I'm, I'm <laughs> That's not going to be good. I'm going to throw you on the bus, Cal. Cal thinks that's where COVID started. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, hey, all right, so I guess that means I go first. Hey, no shit. I mean, the dude shows up on Saturday, I think it was, and he's like, uh, I guess he came in on Friday, and he's like, hey, I need a COVID test, and I need to play by myself. I mean, I don't know if it's hypochondriac. I'm not not arguing. I mean, he's a professional golfer. Obviously, he's good. Obviously, he's good. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I, I just, that, that's, he, and he seems like a really nice guy. I don't know oh, him yes. personally. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've never really heard any negative interactions, any, uh, you know, team play that he's been on. Everybody likes him, but there's something about him that just kind of jams me up. And it's like, well, I guess if, you know, if you, if you're, if you're picking first, like that's not my guy that I'm picking to room with because he's probably going to be sick. 
in some kind of way. I don't know. He's just not my cup of tea, man. And and I and I don't mean it in a bad way. It's just it's like there's always something wrong with Jason Day. Yeah, but he's you know such what? a good golfer, though. He's such a good golfer. He's great for the I game. Agree. If he'll just stay healthy, you know. And I don't I don't know if we'll see Jason Day. Win another PGA event, um, just because of the the health. I just think the back. He he doesn't know. It's a, it's it's a head game. It's a head yeah. game. Yeah. So yeah. I actually I I'll disagree with you there. Dan. I think we're going to see him win a, uh, another event. I don't know that we'll see him win a major though. I, I would. I do want to see him win one. I just don't know if he will. But yeah, yes. that, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I want to see him win. I, I really do. I just he's uh, like Cal said, and it's just man, he's, he's just he, has he, not been he, able to stay he healthy. Will, he will never be able to contend in an, in another major. I mean, he'll be able to show up and play, but it, but he will not be able to pull through in a major. I, Cal, I don't is, think he, he is he the I Michelle Wee of, of Malikoff? <laughs> he is the Michelle Wee of uh, <laughs> the PGA Tour. Uh, is he, he the Michelle Wee or is he? Or is he Paula? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, pick one. I mean, it's... Uh, is there a difference? <laughs> no, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's just and we're just saying, we're, uh, we're talking about the ability to stay healthy. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, and, and I, I see that's the thing is I, I want him to win. I, just, I do agree with you. I don't know if he'll stay healthy enough. Um, it's it's not like this is a flare-up that happened once. He is consistently having significant yeah. back issues. You know, it's not it's not like, oh, man, I tweaked my back once or, oh, I tore my ACL. I had surgery. I'm back in. You know, this is a consistently degrading issue. And it, you look at Tiger for a long time, right? He's just dealing with, with so many back issues. At what point do you say, okay, either surgery or – you know, I'm done. You know, you don't know. Well, think, so who, think about it like this. He's sitting down there reading. So the PGA is issuing the little checklist and it says, hey, check the box if you feel anything. And it's mm-hmm. like, do you feel any muscle pain or joint pain? He's like, oh, wow. and, he, and he's like, check the box. He circled, <laughs> checked it, crossed it out, circled it again, checked it, crossed it out. He's like, I need a COVID test. I think I have COVID. Like, I, I mean, seriously. I mean, I think the dude is it's such a head. It, it, and I don't mean it like in his personal life. It look, he's got a great. Looks like he has a great family. Yeah, he does. Uh, you I don't. Know. You don't ever hear any noise about him. I mean, he's. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're, they're, like nobody's ever like. Oh, I don't want to talk about or get close to Jason Day. I mean, everybody's very supportive. But when it comes to competing, I think the head game is going to be an issue for him. Yeah, I, I hope he can get, I I hope can get past it. There. I hope he can get past it. He's playing tomorrow. He's playing tomorrow in the charity event. Uh, well, we're recording this yeah. on Tuesday, guys. But uh, he's playing the charity event on Wednesday afternoon. So I guess when this airs, he'll have played yesterday afternoon. <laughs> so maybe he'll take something away from Bubba. And, uh, you know, whether you're a Bubba fan or not, uh, we, we, we try not to talk too much about him on the show. Mm-hmm. But Why is that? But, uh, I don't know. I mean, he's just, I don't know. Bubba is just like, eh. You know, it's like, uh it, you know, I, then, could, I could. We could do a whole podcast on my disdain for Bubba. We'll, honest, we'll, so. we'll, we'll do that. Oh, so you think Bubba's the most underrated player on tour? Then do you? I could jump through the screen right now. <laughs> no, I, so I actually, I, I, yeah. Let's. So, so other people on tour. Who parking, let's parking lot that. Let's yeah, parking lot that. Let's parking lot that. We could go so late tonight on this. Yeah, um, let's park. Let's parking like that. No, no. So, so, but, but, but I hope. But hold on. So let me let me finish. So, if you don't mind. So, but what I do hope is, I hope that. Uh, so, if you watched uh, the Travelers, no, no. I'm sorry. If you if you watched last weekend's turn, no, it was actually in Hilton Head. If you watched the RBC, 
Yeah. And if you watch the uh, early morning Sunday round, Bubba was playing, and I forget the dude's name he was playing with, irrelevant. Too. But yeah. Bubba was having such a good time, and they didn't have him mic'd up necessarily, but they did have the boom kind of, you know, they, so they had the microphone close enough that you could hear. And Bubba was having such a good time being Bubba, like being mm. himself. And, and I hope that tomorrow is the same way. And I hope that Jason gets some vibe off of him that helps him and, and gets him into a better spot. Yeah. And, and, and that's the only reason that I'm commenting about both of those guys is I think they can both get so down and negative on themselves and just in a rut that just looks really bad on their personality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. That may, that may have been too deep and emotional, but. No, it wasn't. And I think you're, you're a hundred percent. I'm, I'm actually, I'm trying to remember who Bubba played with. I'm, I'm blanking on it as well, but I do remember watching, like hearing the, the back and forth. And, no, but it was yeah. so fucking I, fun. It was, it was. And if we yeah. could have that version of him every day, weekend, we like, oh, I think he'd be a fan favorite. I really I do. do. Too. Right. But the, but do. the majority of the time with Bubba, you get the exact opposite. And it's like, yes. eh, I don't know. I don't like the, eh. it's not that I don't like him. It's just, eh, I don't, I don't need to follow that guy because it's like, it's not, it's just, it's off putting. Was it Colin Morikawa that he played with? No, 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 no. no. This dude, that, no, 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 no way. I honestly no can't way. who it was. No, no way. I'm, I'm blanking out. I'm blanking out on who it is. Yeah. But I, I, it's going to yeah. bug me and I'll email you guys later. <laughs> so who, who would you like to see this week? So let's, we'll have our picks in just a minute of who you think is actually going to win. But who would you, you know, if you could hand pick one, two, three, who would you guys go with? To win uh, this weekend? Yeah. Okay, good. Kyle, go first. Patrick Reed. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you and I can hang out, man. We can hang out. It's <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, 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 no. no, no. Hold like, on. Patrick Reed and like Bryson DeChambeau, and, and I'm just going to walk home. No, no, no. I didn't say Bryson DeChambeau. I didn't, okay, I didn't, I didn't, no, no, I, I, you'll never hear that out of my mouth. No. But, and also the question was, who do you think is going to win? Not who do you want to win? That's a big difference. Yeah, I, okay. I apologize. I'm saying, who do you want to win? If you oh, okay, okay, that's a completely win. different question. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. So, so hey, allow me to retort. Okay. <laughs> um, you know who I would like to see win? It, who, who I would like for Webb Simpson to win. Again. Wow. Again. And, good and, pull, though. I support that. That's a good pull. And he, you know, he's not the longest. He's not the. Uh, he's not the slickest. He's not the fanciest. He's not uh, the most glamorous. But uh, I would like that guy is on a roll, and I think that would be great for golf, especially with everything that we're going through with the testing and the all the you know probably a lot of negative noise coming around. But I would love to see Webb Simpson win. Okay. I support that. Dan, what about yourself? Terrell Hatton. Terrell Hatton's my man. The hat man. Mr. Lambeau. <laughs> really? Is, really going on Hatton? I love Hatton, man. That guy is lights out. He is such a good player. He's so fun to watch. I mean, gosh. Mm-hmm. He's so animated. When things don't go his way, he's like shotgunning the clouds, flicking off the lake. He's, uh, he's, he's almost breaking his putter when there's a rain delay. He's just so entertaining out there. I love Hatton. Hatton. Yep. Yep. What about you? Jared? Uh, I, you know, uh, what, I, did you say Bubba Watson? Uh, I did. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. I, I'm tossed up between a couple of guys. Um, you know, obviously, as I said before, I'm a big fan of Ricky. I'd like to see him pull in a couple of victories. Yeah. Um, I'm a fan of Wolf as well. I like like where he's came from. But if I had to pick one that, you know, hey, you know, it's it's your call. Mm-hmm. 
oh man, you guys are killing me here. I'm like, I'm tossed. I, I'm so tossed up. That's okay. well, we only gave we only gave one. I mean, just just yeah. pick one. I guess Fino. I, I like Tony Fino. Oh, I love Fino. Uh, I think he's such a great guy, and I think you know he, he comes from a pretty humble background, and I I just think he's a guy who deserves to win on tour. I agree, and he needs to break that curse. Yeah, break that, that curse. Who's going to break the curse? Who's going who's to break it first? Who's going to break the curse first? Is it going to be Victor Hovland or Tony Fino? I think Hovland. I think so too. I think so too. I want it to be Finau, but I think Hoblin. Oh, so hold on. So, so you're picking Finau for who you would like to win the tournament, mm-hmm. yep. correct? And then, and then we we'll, we'll go straight hey, to stay with it. So, who do you think's going to win the tournament, Jared? I think if Hideki can get back mm-hmm. into the swing of things, he's got a great shot at this. Um, I think the focus is going to start on Rory, but I think it's going to fizzle out and. I'm going to go with Hideki. Um, I think if he can really get his head in right, the guy plays out of his mind. I, mean, that's, I guess that's my my pick. He definitely played himself out of the tournament uh, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> oh, crap. You had to bring that up. Uh, but before, before COVID. I'm kidding, uh, man. No, no, no. Hey, I, listen, I, I, Hideki all day long. I mean, I picked him coming into that match. I mean, I, I had him in my little DraftKings thing, and I thought that dude was going to show up. Uh, just, well, I had him and, and Sanjay. I thought those guys were just going to just light shit up, and uh, they did exactly the opposite. So, uh, so who yeah. do I, th- yeah, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say, what about yourself? Uh, so who do I think's going to win? Um, <laughs> so it, it's not a fan pick. It's just, uh, it's just who I think's going to win. I I'm, I'm going Pat Reed, man. I, I think he's, I, I think he's been, uh, he, I think Pat's so close and let me tell you why I think he's going to win because Pat is putting his strokes game. Putting is so good. And he and and the the in between stuff isn't that friggin' bad. So if he can hold on to the putting, and if he can just make a couple more shots, uh, I think it's his to take. And I, I know I'm only picking one, only picking one. But uh, you know, runner up, I got uh, Hovland, and it could be a playoff. Mm. Mm. Okay, those are some good picks. I'm not a fan of. If you told me there was one person I got to kick off toward, be Reed. But I think I think Hatton's going to win. Hatton's been playing so good. He um, he won at Arnold's. He uh, he had a T two or I mean, maybe it was a T three or so. I forget. I'm not in front of my, com- my computer, but he had uh, like a top five at Mexico, which was a stacked field. Um, and then he finished what? Did he finished Cal second down there at Hilton Head. Yeah, is that second. What it was? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, he's just been on a roll. The guy is just playing so good. I think he, I think he's going to pull one out another one out because he pulled he's on and that would be his second win this year uh, since the re, not since the return but since march so yeah hey that's yeah. what that's what i'm drinking today you don't have to show up often you just when you show up just show up <laughs> that's strong right. that's right the man is good hey do you, do you guys think that um is justin thomas in the field this weekend i'm not no, no he's, not. he's not he's not he's not he's resting so, for uh the for phil mickelson the, invitational next week yeah yeah, so so it's a it's, it's a soft field this week. So yeah. when I yeah. say soft, I mean shit. Everybody out there's playing. I mean, there's there are people, and there were four people that came in today. I don't have their names in front of me, but yeah, four people either. came in as uh, as fill-ins for the withdrawals uh, due to COVID. And uh, like, look at last week. I mean, you had a couple of guys in contention that uh, that, that were uh, you know they don't even have their card. Yeah, you're talking about Connecticut uh, travelers. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
Yep. What do you guys think about DJ? When you know taking that out, I mean, what what were your thoughts on that? Did you see that coming or no? Cal picked him. Cal picked him. Yeah, he picked him in the lineup. We talked about it. Cal must have missed that. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. Yeah, so he he put him in his lineup last week because he said he liked what he saw at uh, Hilton Head, and Hilton Head's in his backyard, right? So we thought he was going to play well. We we thought he was going to play well because of Hilton Head. Um, Mm -hmm. But uh, we're going to post something here in the next couple of days about DJ. Actually, we we posted it earlier in the week. It just just came out. But is DJ the most underrated player on tour? He's – this is his – 13th consecutive year with a win since going pro. The only guys ahead of him was Tiger with 14, then Jack and Arnie at 17 or so. The guy is an insane golfer, and people don't give him the credit because he doesn't, to your point earlier, off the course or during interviews, that's not his game. You know, he loves oh, to he play golf. He doesn't freaking care. He, he doesn't, doesn't want to. I, yeah. He reminds me of one of those guys. Like, so I played a pretty high level of soccer. It just reminds me of one of those guys that just shows up because dad told him to show up. Yeah, yeah, you know, but he happens analogy. to be good. That's a you good analogy. I, I, I actually had I had Kevin Na for last week, and, and I think he performed pretty admirably. But I, I can't remember if he was like fifteen under. Um, but he, I thought he was doing good. I would love to see Kevin Na just do good this week as well. But for me, DJ just is. I you know I, I I would like to see him do well. I don't think he's the most underrated. I think he's got a lot of mileage to be on for his lack of personality. I think he's got a lot of mileage. Uh, oh, yeah. in golf in the past couple of years and consider, I mean, if you ever watch the, I don't know if you guys do this, but I'm, especially from traveling a lot, I just, I like watching old golf commercials. Mm. Um, but now you have the, <laughs> it was, I, I think like Taylor made does the, like Jason day, Tiger Woods, Rory, DJ, like all kind of hitting balls and having fun. Yeah. And like consistently Jason day is the most like charming and DJ is just like, I guess I have to be here. Oh no, yeah. he's horrible. Like, he's horrible. Oh my god, it's so bad. horrible. And he looks like that on the course. He like, I don't know if he's got, you know, maybe he, he finally got clean. He's not doing drugs anymore. But I'd love to see him have some fun, like he did. I mean, I, he was laughing on the course. At, you know, travelers. I thought, yeah, and maybe that's the key. Is yeah. He's got to win to be happy. I, what, I don't do you, really what, do you, know. what do you think they put on the end of his Q-tip when they shove it up his nose? <laughs> Uh, I think when they did the uh, the nasal swab for COVID, they they dusted that a little bit first. <laughs> oh. Did you say they dusted it a bit? They, yeah, they, they dusted it a bit. Dusted oh, it a bit. Wow. I don't know about you. Have you guys had that done? Uh, I had to get COVID tested for the hospital. You know, so Cal did. I have it. Uh, I actually did. Uh, and oddly, so interesting question. I, I did it yesterday. So my girl and I we're uh, we're traveling up to uh, Tennessee. We're going to uh, my cousin's lake house this weekend. For the fourth. And, uh, you know, we are like, uh, hey, let's go and just make sure that we're safe. We can say we stamp the box. And uh, within less than 24 hours, actually, we got a message back and it said, uh, you passed the test. And we were all excited. <laughs> and I'm like going, well, well, we passed the test. What does that mean? No, no, no just yeah. kidding. No, yeah, it, yeah. It, it was. It came back negative. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was a little awkward, a little burny. Yeah, it's kind of like a... Like you squirted some, uh, you know, a big uh, eight ball up your nose, I guess, if you're a DJ. Uh, <laughs> nah, that's, if you're a DJ, that's normal. Um, yeah, it's go. like that doesn't even burn. What are you talking about? <laughs> an eight ball. I do a 16. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, so I had one done recently and it was, I don't want to say old school, whatever you want to say, but it was the one where they go, I mean, I felt like they poked the back of my eye, brain and tickled my ear at the same no, that's time. What I, that's what I got. Yeah. Mm. Right. So did, did they leave it in? So ours left it in for 10 to 15 seconds. Uh, I would say it was a good like three to five seconds. 
Right. Felt felt like an hour. It's probably what's wrong with your golf swing. You, the tempo's <laughs> off. Tempo. No, <laughs> if I say if I send you a video of my swing, you guys be like, let's just delete this podcast. We don't. We're not hold on, hold on, hold on. Do, is this like Jared, aka Matt Wolf? Oh. Ooh. Uh, what do you mean by that? As far Are as you, like he downplays the swing. No, the swing. <laughs> what no, the swing? The swing. Oh uh, no! I mean. No, it's not. I don't have like a goofy. I don't step on it or anything like that. Right? I mean, it's, <laughs> okay. a, it's a normal tempo. I, I've got like a hundred and fifteen, hundred and twelve mile an hour swing. Uh, it's it's not. It's nothing pretty. To I'm, look, I'm not Jim Furyk. I'm not like an octopus falling out of the tree, as, as Faraday says. <laughs> but uh, it's certainly not Rory esque. It's 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 hmm. somewhere in the amateur range of in between. So it's mm-hmm. not a it's not a good smooth bourbon. It's more like uh, it's a little harsh, but it gets the job done. It's like a gentleman jack. Like it's it's supposed uh, to look nice. Uh, it's so it's still harsh and sucks compared yeah, to others. But, but, it, but it's still Jack Daniels. But it, yeah, but it still gets the job done. It, yeah, it gets done. I got you. I got you. Um, now Fair you enough. know if I'm, if I'm playing well and, and I can slow my speed down, then it's it's a little smoother. But you know I've had a couple lessons. I got a, I've got a couple of buddies who are just outstanding players. Um, my buddy, my buddy Kellen, it drives me up a freaking wall. I don't know if you guys know this guy, Kellen Sigelman, but mm. that dude will show, he, he refuses. Like, he doesn't even know what a practice range is. He will go out till four. He won't even go to sleep. He'll just rally and drink all night, show up hungover on the first tee, pipe on out and shoot freaking 72. And mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand it. It dry, I could go to sleep at eight. I wake up at six. I'm at the range. I eat a good breakfast. And I'm like, I hope I break 300 today. <laughs> what what you call this guy? Kellen? Yeah, Kellen. He's a, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah, yeah. So it sounds like Kellen's got a recipe that you're not cooking up. Uh, it also helps that Kellen was, it was, a, uh, was a, a pro. Yeah, Kellen, Kellen worked. So I actually met Kellen. He's actually how this whole thing started, to be honest with you. Um, so Kellen was one of the assistant pros at a, a club called Hidden Creek in New Jersey, which is a beautiful, beautiful club, now bought out by Dormy Club. Uh, and Kellen and I became good friends there. Uh, through him, I met another guy. Kellen's the one who invited me out to Arizona. And when I was out there, I got to meet some of the, just some fantastic people. This guy, Kyle White, um, Mike Reek, yeah, I mean, a, a bunch of guys. And I got to meet this guy, Miles Brown, who's uh, one of my, probably one of my favorite people at this point. Uh, and those are the guys who encouraged me to start Monty Sticks. Those are the guys who said, hey, I think, I think the craftsmanship can set you apart. And I think the quality can set you apart. You should really pursue this. And I, I had shot it down. For a couple of weeks before, I, or even longer, a couple of months before I decided to to give it a shot, I really owe those guys a big a big favor, and they've I've, I've tried to pay the debt. Um, I'm currently rocking actually a uh, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with Sugarloaf. Oh yeah, um, but I so yeah, I'm rocking yeah. SSC, a, yeah, yeah. So you know them well. All right, so I'm rocking a TP Mills Sugarloaf Edition Fleetwood Putter. Uh, that is miles It's one of 15. Uh, I've got number eight out of the 15. Nice. And for some reason it is, I've been, I've been, I'm going to say putting lights out very loosely, but putting lights out for myself. Uh, mm. and, and yeah, I've gone from like six putting to, to two putting, which I'm pretty excited about, but yeah, no, no, no. Hold uh, on. We, we don't make this a plug festival, but um, it's more of a conversation, but this is Moxie six talking about uh, Moxie. If you want to plug uh, TP bills, have at it. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm a huge. I actually got a chance. I didn't think I'd have this chance, um, but I got to call TP Mills. I got to speak to David, which is uh, TP's son, who's taking over the business, and I'm having a, a putter made up now. I actually just talked to him today, so really excited about that. Um, really love it. I'm actually going to see if I can get the Moxie Six logo on it, and 
you know, have some fun. I've, I've really enjoy supporting some of the craftsmanship and whether that be golf or anything, you know, I think craftsmanship and artistry is a, I don't want to say a lost art, not to get too deep on this podcast or anything, but you know, it's a bit of a lost art these days. And anybody who wants to pick that art up, whether it be blacksmithing, woodworking, you know, and even honestly, even bartenders, you know, I've, I can appreciate a really good cocktail from somebody who really knows what they're doing. I mean, that's and, an art in itself. But but isn't that the key? I mean, that, you know, if you want to bring it back to golf, I mean, that that's the thing, right? It's like uh, you were listening to these commentators on these uh, golf channels and it's like, hey, man. Uh, why are we, uh, why are we listening to these people? Why can't we just, uh, watch the people play golf that are the artists? Uh, well, I mean, so if you're thinking about the, uh, we're listening to the commentators and Mm -hmm. instead of listening and to the commentators, just let us watch the artists that are the golfers. Oh, and let's be honest. The golfers are much more entertaining than the commentators. Absolutely. I got to ask you in, in closing, um, I think everybody has their dream foursome for me and my seems to change every day. Have you guys thought about that? Do you have that on hand? What your dream foursome would be? Uh, yeah, I can, but do you want to go, if you want to go first, I mean, it's not going to change mind. Uh, sure. I, I think it, I, I have two. I have like this serious one where like, I hopefully if I don't suck, I can play well. And I have a fun one. I think from a fun one, I would love to play with like Jason day, John Daly and, you know, I guess Ricky Fowler, but I want it to be most importantly, I want it to be narrated by like an uncensored David Faraday. <laughs> right? You're, like th- that, you're that, throwing that it on they, number one. You said, do you have your foursome and now you've thrown out two <laughs> and now you have a commentator. So lot, lots true. of caveats, lots of caveats. Right, there's, there's some caveats. Uh, dream foursome, I guess I'd probably go, Golfers, you know, obviously Tiger. I think I'd, I'd still go Jason Day. I really would love to spend some time. So it's Jason Day, guy. Ricky Fowler, and John Daly, huh? That's interesting. Yeah. For, for my for my fun one, if you know, yeah. I'm actually going to play, it's, it's well, going to be the one Palmer, you would pick. If Tiger. you had to pick one, that's the one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I like it. Cal, go. I, I, we have not gotten this question yet. I like this question. What do I, we didn't hear his second. We didn't hear his second. Oh, he gets batch. a second one. He gets a second one. Well, he he well, he, wa- he wants to give two. two. Okay, well, because what I'm saying is everyone's got like a fun one, like guys yeah. that you would love to go play with. But then there's the serious ones. I'm not going to okay. pass up a round with Arnold Palmer. Okay. Right? He's the reason I'm in golf. My grandfather loved Arnold Palmer. My grandfather's the one who got me into golf. So I guess for me, it would probably be Woods, Palmer, and you know, Nicholas, if I, if I really had to pick, which is such a cliche, typical thing to say. Okay, so Cal, go your fun one. Yeah, fun one yeah. first day. Well, I, I'm going to pick one because I don't, I, you know, I, I could never play golf with anyone that's already moved on. So I'm, I'm just going to pick one. And mm-hmm. the first guy that I want to go with is Clint Eastwood. Mm. Oh, um, a non-golfer. Okay. Well, no, but he is a golfer. That, no, that's fair. That's fair. But he's not a I professional. Like he's not a professional. Uh, my second is going to be uh, Angel Miguel Jimenez. <laughs> yes. 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 I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> and my third, my third, uh, I'm so hung up on my third. I mean, can, can, we, can we say we're playing as a threesome and we'll pick the third up along the way? I mean, is that fair? Sure. Yeah. You can play as a fivesome for all I care. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. But no, nah, I mean, you know, I, I, don't, I don't have any desire. I mean, I would like to go, but I'm saying, but I'm I mean, so far, I think I built a really fun fucking threesome. Yes. Yeah. Except for, I mean, I'm, I'm the only outlier. Uh, so I'm going to go, um, <laughs> it's going to be weird. I'd like to get the shark out there. Hmm. Nice. That's not weird at all. And I support that decision a hundred percent. 
Nice. Nice. I do. Nice. Could, could you keep up with Jimenez's uh, chain smoking cigars? Do you think you could swing with that much smoke around you? Hola. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Dan, how about yourself? Uh, Let's see. So, yeah, I'll try to just do one. Um, And I haven't thought about this before. Um, So give me, let's see. um, It's a hard question. It's a hard question, yeah. It's a great one. And and, and thanks for asking it because I think it's fun. Uh, First off, give me Jordan. I think Jordan would be a ton of fun out there. Right. And uh, that way, when you approach the uh, the 18th green and uh, you say, well, what do you want to play this one for? And he says, whatever makes you nervous, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Which is like so, eight bucks for me. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, let's see. Who else? Um, give me Trevino. How about Jordan Trevino? And um, and uh, one more. Hmm. Uh, throw Rory in there. I think it'd be fun to have Rory on there. I think you know. I think Rory, um, off uh, you know, not in the actual competition. We love hearing that guy talk. He loves talking golf, and he's all about strategy. And I do. I will do one alternate. I will do one alternate throw for some, and that is just me and three Ricky. Bally on this doesn't count. No, three me, me and three Ricky Fowlers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could get behind that decision. I could absolutely get behind that decision. Hey, Jared, Jared, before we wrap, and we'll uh, we'll plug Moxie again, but before we wrap, I got to ask the question, are you a G&T guy or a V&T guy? I think anybody who's a V&T person, I don't know that I can hang out with them. If I'm going to do oh. gin and tonic, it's going to be a Hendrix. Oh, we're nice. definitely we're you're definitely coming back on when I get those sticks. You're yeah. coming back on the show. <laughs> uh, so hey man, it's been a great time at Birdies and Bourbon podcast today. Uh, Dan and I've had a we've uh, we've drank some bourbon for sure. That yep. stag bottle's a little light, mm-hmm. and uh, yes. Jared's been awesome. Uh, we've has. loved having him on. Jared, you want to plug Moxie Six one more time? Yeah, check it out, moxie6.com, or check out us on, uh, on the Instagram, you know, see some of the custom work we've done. And, you know, it's, it's based out of quality and customization. So we're more than happy to have you and reach out to myself. We're more than happy to come up with something that's going to be great. Awesome. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, everybody. I'm going to clink my glass here. Bye.